Ukraine has been thrown a financial and military lifeline by the European Union. For months now, a 50 billion euro package of financial and military aid has been held up because of objections by Hungary. But overnight, the EU passed the deal. President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, spoke following the agreement of the deal. Today is indeed a very special day. The European Council reconfirmed Europe's unwavering commitment to stand with Ukraine. We all know that Ukraine is fighting for us, so we will support them with the necessary funding and provide them with the much-needed predictability they deserve. But while the talks were going on inside the EU summit in Brussels, this is what was happening outside. Yes, a number of farmers protesting against rising costs and EU regulations parked their tractors in Luxembourg Square, some even pelting eggs at law enforcement. We'll get to more on that in a second. First, our Brussels correspondent Ishan Garg is with us. Uh, Ishan, the Ukraine deal significant. How did the EU get Hungary across the line? Because a lot of comments coming out of Hungary suggested they were not too keen. Absolutely. Hungary's Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, had been blocking this deal for quite some time now. They had failed to reach an agreement back in December. But what really goes inside the European Council is not really public. But reports are suggesting that uh, a couple of additions have been made to this financial package by the European Council, first of which is that it's going to be uh, reviewed every year through a debate by the European Council members. And second is that in 2025, the European Commission, which is the executive arm of the EU, is going to take a look at the package and see if it's meeting uh, the spending limits of uh, the entire 27-nation bloc. And these two, con- uh, these two clauses were added reportedly because of uh, uh, Prime Minister Viktor Orban. And analysts say that it's a bit of a compromise because uh, through this, the EU can continue sending its financial assistance to Ukraine and potentially now Viktor Orban can go back home and say uh, that this was a victory, that he got those two clauses added. So it's a bit of a compromise, and potentially this is how the European uh, Council leaders were able to get this deal across the line after months of delay. Hugely significant for Ukraine, though, given the US funding is held up in its Congress. This will give the Ukraine uh, war effort a huge boost, won't it? Absolutely, but we have to be absolutely clear about what this money is meant for. Uh, These are meant for civilian purposes. This is not to be used for military assistance in any way. Essentially, the the way this money is going to be used is to run the day-to-day operations, the day-to-day spending of the Ukrainian state, so all the way from paying for electricity to paying uh, the salaries of government employees and so on and on. That's where this money is going to become very, very crucial. And some estimates have suggested that the Ukrainian government was going to face a major funding crunch just in the next 30 days, which is what makes this financial uh, package uh, a bit of a bailout package, and which, uh, which is why it makes it very, very crucial. But on the military side as well, we're also hearing that there are negotiations ongoing uh, on the EU side to increase their spending limit on military assistance by a further 5 billion euros, which could, again, become hugely significant for Ukraine. Just on the issue of the farmers who were outside this meeting, they have been protesting primarily in France, haven't they? The issues around the difficulties in farming in Europe, the need for more assistance, uh, cheap imports. France, I understand, has responded with some changes. Are they likely to crack down on imported farm produce to help their local farmers? 
Well, the European Commission has said that it's going to listen very keenly to the uh, demands of the farmers. And one of the things that they have mentioned, the farmers, is uh, they are worried that cheaper imports from multiple countries, including South American countries, including Ukraine, but also New Zealand, they're worried that imports from these countries are going to come inside Europe, and which is going to make the market hugely competitive and potentially cut down on the profits of the farmers here. Now, there is no indication if the uh, European Council or the Union is going to uh, impose any restrictions on any agricultural produce coming from different countries. But given that there are European Parliament elections coming up in June, uh, there are analysts who are pointing out that the European institutions might want to give some concessions to the farmers. It's unclear what those concessions will look like. But given that there are concerns that many of the farmers could potentially vote or, uh, for far-right uh, leaders be lured away by that faction, uh, it, it's, uh, it's likely that some concessions might be made by European leaders. Interesting, because New Zealand, of course, has just uh, reached an, a, a free trade agreement with the EU, which will presumably cut tariffs, not to everything that New Zealand would like to export, but nonetheless, it still is likely to be, is that controversial or is that done and dusted and can't be relooked at? It would look like it's uh, it's a free trade agreement that is completely done and dusted. But uh, once again, uh, there are there is absolutely no sign from the European Union, from either the Council or the Commission, the executive arm, or, or from the legislature as well, that is going to take another look at the free trade agreement. So that's uh, likely done and dusted. But uh, what the Council, uh, what the Commission uh, can probably do is provide more subsidies to the farmers who are already one of the best subsidized farmers in the entire world. So it's unclear right now what uh, help is going to come in the way of the farmers and what shape is going to look like. But uh, uh, political analysts have pointed out that it's unlikely that it's going to impact any of the free trade agreements Europe has in place and which will include the one it has in place with New Zealand. Thank you for that. That is uh, very, very interesting. Ishan Garg there, who is a correspondent in Brussels. A lot going on there that we were talking there about the issue of the farmers' protest, but also earlier the EU aid package, which has been approved, $50 billion, uh, to help Ukraine.